Welcome to the How to Be Unpopular podcast. I'm Todd, and I have two very special friends over, Leon Basson, owner of Shop Task, and Taylor Ritchie, rollerblader. Extraordinary. We, uh, we just, it's Friday night, it's 11.37, and uh, we just went cone skating, and... Um, and now we came over to my house, my place, and uh, we're in the kitchen. We're drinking geladas. geladas, which is a combination of Bud Light and Clamato juice. With salt and lime. With salt and lime. It's really good. Yeah. It's only available in the U.S. Is we it? Found about, yeah. We found out about it by accident. Yeah. I brought it across the border. I imported them. <laughs> yeah. You're the Canadian distributor for Chilada? Working on it. Nice. That would be nice. But they're good. Good. And um, we're kind of, we've had, a, we've had a really exciting night and we've had a lot of really good conversations and like good energy and everything. And we've, we're, we're all sort of at a, at a if, you, if you think of the night in, in, in peaks and valleys, we're sort of in a valley right, right now with our energy. It's a little bit low. Um, we watched a couple music videos. Um, we watched Window Liquor, uh, the Apex Twin video for Window Liquor. <laughs> and it's really funny. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. What's um, that? That's the cat playing with a toy with a fake mouse that makes a squeaking sound. Robotic mice. Yeah. We, uh, we were laughing really hard at a granny with a neck that looked like testicles. Her neck looked like like testicles. <laughs> and well, we, it was just kind of like... Leon pointed it out, which is always You funny. know when people when can do that foldy thing with their tongue? You know that there's people that can do like the circle with their tongue, and then there's people that can do the ripples? Yeah. It was like a neck ripple of the tongue. But it did look like balls. And, it, and, and I think they're just permanently stuck like that. And it was really funny because it was a family picture. And it's so obvious that everyone there was thinking that grandma had testicle <laughs> neck, but no one, no one wanted to make that joke. But, what, but could you, what could she honestly do if you brought up the testicle neck? I don't know, but I wouldn't want to tell her that. She would wear turtlenecks all the time. Yeah, exactly. No one wants to tell Granny that she has a testicle neck. No. But if I was that Granny, Sorry. I would just say, "Hey, look at my testicle neck." And You'd be it would flaunting be, your testicle neck. Fuck yeah! I'd put it in a little torturing speedo. the children with your testicle neck. <laughs> yeah, teabagging everyone. Teabagging in the, room. the children, pinning yeah. them on the floor, and giving them <laughs> the neck to oh, let Granny teabag you. <laughs> no. butter all over it and get it nice and slimy before I come over. Nice. Grandma's here. Give me a hug. It's going to be an interesting age when your skin just gets all stretched out and you can just like pull it tight like a sail and clean it or I don't know. It's just going to be very loose I feel like just like like you're wearing a squirrel suit all the time. <laughs> you jump off a building. Yeah. That's the good thing about getting older. Yeah. You can uh that's what do they call they, that? When you just jump up. Base jumping. Base you can just base jump without a natural a suit on. You just have the natural yeah. suit. Have you guys seen the videos for wingsuits? Yeah. The ones where the guy's flying down the side of the mountain? That looks fun, That's man. some pretty intense stuff. 
I feel like if you just like did a slight alteration, you would just like you'd die. That would be the end of it. Yeah. Like you just barrel. Well, they're barrel flying like control, like like so close to the cliffs. Yeah. Like feet away from the cliffs. But they say, like in interviews, they say, "Stop doing that, dude." <laughs> can you not get that on? They say it's like you can control yourself. You're like yeah, yeah. flying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the air, you should carry wingsuits at Shop Task. That's a new. That's, that's the new. Yeah. That's a new thing in rollerblading. Com- combine rollerblades Power with flying. wingsuits. Fucking break Chris Haffey's long jump record. Oh, if you put on a, a wingsuit, you could launch into the air and just fly. It would be a combination. And then land into another, <laughs> into another launch. A combo of Ty Chris and Chris Haffey. Yeah. Just That's with the, the Superman the, front flip, but in a squirrel suit. <laughs> you know what's funny? That it's their names are actually connect. Ty Chris Haffey. I think they're the same guy. Interesting. Creates fake competition. What a coincidence. So the next person who breaks the record will be Happy. Happy something. Happy something. Ty Chris Happy something. (laughs) I'm still in my coffee. You're not having my second gelada. I brought my own beer. Good. Very protective. (laughs) They are quite the. They are. Yeah. We made it to the liquor store like right before it closed. You turned away. Yeah, I actually, I actually, I, we looked at it, and I thought it was closed, but Taylor walked up to it and opened the door, and it was open. But I said, So no. thanks to Taylor, we made it. We were like two minutes. I'm not right giving up until I go to pull open that door, and it shakes around. Yeah. We thought of a really great idea. You can... You're just the commander of background noise, huh? Playing with bags and lids, and... <laughs> Leon's pulling pictures out of bags and looking at them. Have you not seen that one? No. Todd's wedding? Well, I've been to the wedding. I haven't seen the picture. Dana's killing it. Yeah. That's a nice jump. <laughs> you did the whole mind game? Those were from old mind games ads. That's where that whole thing... I know that's not, like, where it probably originally came from, but that's my memory of, like, people yeah. jumping up in the air and, like, frozen, like... Well, we're talking about... Leon you, pulled you out come, a picture from the wedding. It too. And, and there's a photo of me and Joey and Dana, like... Jumping in the air, but I th- are you talking about the hovering? Yeah, it was a Volo ad where they were, just like, where they were all they were all like was it hovering. Volo? That was Salomon. Was it? No, that was, was a Volo. Down. That was a Rob Thompson ad. They, they were like upside, upside down. down. Yeah, upside down. But Volo did it where they all jumped in the air at the same time, but they were really nonchalant about it. I think that and was they were mind like game. That was mind game. That was mind game. Maybe Volo did it too. You I swear did it was Volo. You um, had like a whole ad. When when Julio and uh, Bailey joined the Yukon team, yeah, at like some point, not it's been own. overdone. I think is what we're getting yeah. at. That's yeah. clearly been overdone. It's pretty cool. It creates a really cool effect. The first time I saw it, I was like, "Whoa! It. How did they do that? They're like hovering, man." We did it in the task around on this year. You it's were, fun to do. Yeah, I, I was in Tofino, right? Yeah, yeah. The the pending shop task video. Yeah. You, you left. Like, that was, like, without you already. Yeah, I saw yeah. the photos. Yeah, and Danny Ho- sent them to me. Hogan is in the air, too. Yeah. And Brian Long was on his phone, like, in the air, hovering. <laughs> like, just because he was, like, we were making fun of him, but he was always talking to his girlfriend. We called him Lover Boy because he was always on his phone. Always it was just like, phone. dude, like, what the fuck? For Stop people that it. don't know, Brian works at Shop Task. He does the... 
the back end. Yeah, the back online back orders. End. <laughs> he a lot of work stuff. A lot of the back end work. <laughs> yeah, it was a funny picture. Yeah, good times. <laughs> we're definitely in that valley right now. Run the up. Well, what were we talking about earlier? Power blading, sebas. Tell the story about the sebas. The sebas? The, oh, what I was all excited about? Yeah, what happened with those people? Okay, so... I'm a big fan of seba skates. I got a pair of seba skates couple months ago when I went to a Skater Instructor Association conference. What are Sebas, Leon? Anyway, Seba is a European skate brand. Uh, it's name, named after Sebastian, who is a famous cone skater. And they designed a skate because there wasn't anything on the market that was designed for cone skating. They decided to well, Sebastian decided to make his own skate. You've been skating in these skates yeah, anyway. for a while now, right? Um, yeah. When was your well, first pair? The okay, conference? so we went to this conference. Uh, myself, AJ DeLong, the guy that runs the shop task Toronto, and Dallas Kurtz from Calgary. We all went to this conference uh, to become like certified skate instructors and Yada yada. But anyway, long story. The North American. <laughs> you can't not fidget. <laughs> the North American distributor of Seba was there, and uh, she had a couple sample skates. So we all tried them on, and we were all sold. Like we're just yeah, fuck. This is because we were there for about three or four days, like five days actually. What is so great about these skates? Um. Well, they have a lot of models. They have some models that are more specific for cone skating, and they're pretty... Uh, I don't know if I, I haven't really tried those, but uh, they have some models that are for free ride, aka urban skating, or so it's really a really solid aggressive skate, pretty much, uh, with 80 millimeter wheels. The so free ride means kind of all around. It's uh, It's good to... It's like an urban skate, like a city skate that you can go everywhere and do some cones and skate fast. And yeah, I see those skates as just the most versatile skates. There's a lot of categories of skates, fitness, yada yada. Mm -hmm. If you want one skate for everything, it would be a free ride skate. So anyways. let me just quickly interject and just yeah. just say that. Um, Confident, like I've I tried on these skates, and right when you put them on, you're just you're just like wow, these just feel really Even. really fast and solid and responsive. They they like there's no aggressive skate that feels like that. No, there's no aggressive for one because the the frames are are metal. They're yeah, not plastic. Materials. They're solid as as fuck. They're not the, they're not UFS. They're huge industrial bolts that go into the skate. Like they're very very comfortable, very very light. Mm -hmm. They're amazing. Sorry, go on. Yeah, um, even Josh Silver, who hates everything, put them on and it's like, especially yeah. me. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, if I had to get a fitness skate, that's what I would get. 
That's what he said. He wasn't excited, but... <laughs> just put that up on the website, right yeah. beside the skate. Just yeah. a picture of Josh Silver with yeah, that Yeah, I, I would skate those. He almost actually bought them when they first came in. He was considering it. Which They're ones sick, those? Sick, man. The FR2s. The fr 2 So we digress. The those story the about, about, about the set. Okay, so from this conference, we tried them on, and it was like, man, I can't skate other skates now. Um, so I took a pair home myself. And then I ordered a couple of skates. And we actually gave a free pair of skates to all our employees at Shop Task because I like them so much. So for Christmas, all our employees got a free pair of skates. Sebas. Sebas. The nicest. Just because all the people that work for us are aggressive skaters. And I think if you're just an aggressive skater, you don't know enough about skates. If you haven't haven't tried fitness skates or like race skates or whatever. To understand more about skates, you need to actually skate different skates. But anyway, so I'm clearly pretty impressed with them. Um, so, long story, I uh, ordered a couple pairs for the shop. It's a pretty slow season, you know, it's before the summer, no one is going to be buying fitness or whatever. Um, we were in the middle of a lot of projects and I don't want to buy too many skates at this point uh, but in about two three months that's gonna be my store is gonna be like full of seven skates not only but um, anyway long story so I I got a couple of skates for the Vancouver and the Toronto store and I put one on the wall and we don't get too many customers at this time of year looking for skates but this girl came in yesterday with her friend and she was waiting for some new skates, like 2012, like fitness rollerblade skates, just to skate recreationally. And I showed her, because we have a couple samples, and she knows, like, oh, they look really cool. So she thought, well, it's 2012, maybe there's some skates for me. Anyway, and I said, no, they're probably going to be in, like, in about a month or two months. So she asked me to rotate her wheels on their skates on her and she has a soft boot k2 skate um, with 84 millimeter wheels like a nice comfortable skate not a good skate but you know for it's like a comfortable soft boot lady skate um, in, ter in terms of performance they suck because they don't have a lot of support but in terms of comfort they they're pretty good but anyway she She's looking around while I'm switching her wheels, and she the skates she was waiting for is a is a like a high performance fitness skate with a hundred millimeter wheels. And then she sees like she points at the wall and she's like, "Oh my God, those look so cool! Like, what are those for?" And she's pointing at this area where it's all all the urban skates. So we have a couple like rollerblade fusion, like with eighties and eighty fours, and a couple. And th that one pair of Sebas. Only one pair on the wall from like a whole wall of like aggressive and everything. There's like a wall with let's say 50, 60, like 60 different skates. Which is pretty slim at this time of year. Because um, it's winter. But anyway, out of this whole wall she points at this like black skate. With some gray details. She's like, what the hell are those? Those look so cool. She's not an aggressive skater, just a recreational skater 
and then I didn't even realize she's talking about them. Then she goes to the wall, she picks them up. I was like, oh, like you have good taste. Like those are the shit. <laughs> I'm skating them, and they're blah blah blah. Told her the whole the whole story of Seba that it's like a skater own brand, blah blah blah. And and I was like, ah, I actually have those in your size. So she's like, cool, like I'll try them. And she wasn't even planning to buy skates because she. Yeah, she's out of work now, whatever. But then she tried them on, and right away she was like, holy, those are so comfortable. And I was kind of surprised. I was expecting her to, to say, oh, they're a little stiff. They're, they have a lot of support. But right away she was like, oh, my God, those are so comfortable. And right away she stood up. She's not a very experienced skater, but she had so much balance, like so much control. Like in the store she was like, damn, all right, I'm going to get those, actually. Yeah. And I was like, huh. I was really surprised, because um, they're more expensive than the skates she was waiting for. They're like <clears throat> 270 bucks, but she was just so blown away from putting them on. She wasn't planning to spend the money. And anyway, she was so excited. She bought the skates. She went for a skate. She came back to the shop probably two hours later, and her friend, um, he's a more experienced skater, a guy, and he had like a 10-year-old skate, like a Bauer, some fitness weird skate. And they came back, and she's like, I was like faster than him. Like, I was just, at some point, like I was just gliding, and he would still be pushing, and I'll be passing him. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's the skate. Like, they're just good skates. And I was actually blown away the first time when I tried them, and I skated on the like outside, and I have a set of ninety millimeters, like like a training speed skates that I used all summer around the seawall, and those are like high performance, like you can get tons of speed with them. Um, but I got so much speed out of the eighties. Like of Sebas with eighty millimeter wheels, which doesn't make much sense, but they're so fast. Like I had, there was such a good energy transfer. I mean, yeah, that's what it is. It's yeah, the materials. You're not. Yeah. There's not anything flexing or no energy is lost. Nothing's yeah. wasted. It's just from your foot straight into a wheel. Like it's it's really solid. Like yeah, they're they're the fastest skates I've ever. You can you can experience skates like the. The stiffer you go, like if you get a pair of racing skates, they have no liners, they're really stiff, you can get ridiculous speed because they're really responsive, right? There's nothing moving, but you're losing all the comfort. Yeah. So that's where I was really surprised when she put them on. Like, I like the comfort because it's really supportive, and you know, I enjoy that feeling of being like, I know what is gonna give me like in terms of performance yeah but i can see someone who doesn't understand that they just want like this soft nice cushy, cushy. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that that's where i was really surprised that she was like oh my god they feel incredible like the support is like where it needs to be and anyway so long story short i told them well i'm really excited <laughs> long that story you... long <laughs> long story longer uh i'm really excited that you got those skates so like we're like uh, some like me and my friends 
do a lot of cone skating, especially in the summer. Now in the winter we skate once in a while under like a bridge, locally. And she's like, yeah, like, I'm like, if you're really bored and you have no work now, like, you should come and skate with us. And then her and her friend, like, cool, we'll come, like, tomorrow. Because I told them, yeah, I'm going to go skating tomorrow, probably. So they're like, yeah, here's my phone number, just text us. And her friend was so blown away by her skating so good. He's like, I'm coming tomorrow to buy skates before I come skating. Yeah. So her friend... And the guy had, like, skates that are, honestly, 10 years old. Is this it, the Bauer? Yeah. Dude, if you've seen his skates, he just, like, wasn't planning to spend, like, 300 bucks on a pair of skates. Yeah. He but, bought them in the 90s, and they've been sitting yeah. in the closet, like, oh, I'll take these out. Yeah. But he was... So he came back, he bought the skates, and then I met both of them uh, on their Kambi, and Todd and Taylor came as well. So today we skated, me, Todd, and Taylor, and those two new uh, skaters. Well, they're not new. The guy is pretty good. With, like, he's played some hockey before, and the girl skated. Um, but they're pretty new compared to us. But they had so much fun. I think they're so blown away. We gave him a good cone skating lesson. And... Uh, there, yeah, the guy said, like, I'm coming tomorrow to buy cones. So I'm very happy with my accomplishment and the fact that uh, I, re I recruited two people where I think, actually, during the time we were skating, the girl was kind of interested in aggressive skating because we started jumping around. And she's like, oh, that's really cool, like... And I'm like, yeah, that's what we usually do. The cone skating is just a hobby now in the winter because we can skate. Like, we don't have much places to skate, so we can do it anywhere. Yeah. And she's like, that's really cool. So, like, how do you aggressive skate or where do you aggressive skate? So I told her we do it in skate parks and street. Yeah, yeah, and explaining her about rollerblading. And she was like, wow, that's really sounds awesome. And she saw we were having fun and jumping around. There's no crazy risk involved. Yeah. can just tell that we're really experienced and skilled. And it just looks fun. And she started asking me, well, how do you jump? And I started, like, showing her how to jump, like, teaching her. Um, and uh, she actually learned how to jump, which I was really impressed. Yeah. And... The thing that, that strikes me that I keep thinking about is that um, I think that the experience of like skating for the first time or even maybe someone who has skated a little bit, I think, uh, I think they're more likely to have a really powerful breakthrough experience with rollerblading if, if they're in a skate like Sevens. Yeah. Or like a really good skate. If... If someone tried rollerblading for the first time in yeah. a pair of Sevas, or they tried skating for the first time in an oversized pair of Razor's fucking anti-rocker with shitty <laughs> wheels on it. Seriously. Yeah. And that yeah. is like a I lot of people's... Compare, right? That is a lot of people's first experience with rollerblading. It's like, yeah, rollerblading's really fun. Here, try on my skates. And they try on like these anti-rocker, like clunky. clunky fucking shit skates. And they're like, yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. I mean... I could see how it would be fun if, if you got better. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, they're not that into it. 
put a pair of sabas on their feet, and I think they're more likely to be like, whoa, like, rollerblading is amazing, like, look how fast I'm going, like, and, and, and the skates too. are, like, so comfortable, and, like, I think right off the bat, they would have this, like, really, whoa, experience, like, rollerblading, you know? Well, that's really important, the first impression, you know? Yeah. Of somebody just going into rollerblading and, and using proper equipment, yeah. you know? If they like it, if they uh, wait a second. they want to do it again. I have a crazy idea here. Um, whoever listens to this podcast, I clearly want to get some people on this skate, and I have a very invested interest <laughs> to getting people on those skates. And a very hairy chest. Yeah, but if you... Um, if you listen to this podcast and you order those skates, like Seba skates from ShopTask, just, uh, what should it be? Like, <laughs> uh, we'll do, we'll is... do the code word would be how to be unpopular. Okay. Uh, all one word. And then what's the discount? Um, well, I only have one pair in this. In the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. First one. I, I mean, no, no. I have one model in the store right oh, now. The FR1s. The FR2s. Which I think I actually, I order them because I think it's the best price point. What are the blue ones? And they're still really good. Yeah, there's three like levels of the, the skates that I think would work really good for aggressive skaters. And what I really want to promote, they're the fr there's three models, FR-X, which is the lower end model, okay. FR-1, sorry, FR-2 and FR-1. So the FR-1 would be the be the best ones, the FR-2 would be the middle ones, and the FR-X would be the cheapest one. FR stands for free ride. The FR-2s, the only reason they're, I think for aggressive skaters, they don't really see the value, the... And the FR1s, which have slightly better frames and better wheels and better bearings. But in terms of like comfort, performance, and everything, it's exactly the same. The FR1, the FRX, the low model, instead of a center buckle, it has a strap. Mm -hmm. Anyway, to be honest, they all are incredible. It's the same shell uh, on some, like on the FR1 and FR2, you can actually replace all the buckles and all the parts and they come with better components yeah uh, but those the FR2s at the moment that's what we have you can order those I think they're the shit so then what's the discount for the code uh, they're 269 so let's do like uh, let's get there let's do 20% off Ooh. Ooh. that's good it's not bad yeah that's pretty good so uh, today's podcast is brought to you by Seba Skates yeah. Code word: How to be unpopular for twenty percent off. I think it's a that's a that's a lot, dude. Are you sure you want to do twenty percent off? Yeah. <laughs> not like anyone back now. Not like anyone is listening to this, anyways. Yeah. But. Dude, <laughs> this is a real deal. What'd you say? Two hundred and fifty followers. But realistically, just in the last four days. If you're, uh, it it's worth it. If you're in North America, that's the cheapest price you can get them. That's. Pretty cheap, and trust me, when you put these on, you'll know what we're talking about. Uh, breaking it down, Man. yes, there is the whole power <laughs> blading. Fucking there's nice. the whole power blading thing, and I think it's cool. Uh, but there's that but. 
if you if you buy a power blade frame planning to replace the frame to, from aggressive to power blading once in a while that's uh, yeah maybe if you go on a vacation like on a trip and you don't want to bring two pairs of skates makes sense to have a set of uh, power blade frames mm -hmm. so you can bring it and do both but if you just want to skate like skate in your city it's not just the frame it's the whole package yeah <laughs> there's no comparison yeah, I, yeah I'm currently in power blades and they're really good skates I have a really good setup but yeah. it's still it doesn't compare to Seba yeah it doesn't it's uh you really have to just put them on and try them to really know what we're talking about. But really, it's a skate that it just blows every other skate out of the water. Like there's nothing like it's like well, Salomon. Like yeah, exactly. when Salomon where came out. They have a really narrow. You like, had to have those. Yeah. If you like, if you wanted to enjoy skating to the fullest yeah. level, you you had to get Salomons. Like there wasn't a skate that could compete with that. Yeah. Sebas are like that. They're not aggressive skates, yeah. so you're sacrificing some things. But for the feeling of them, mm -hmm. and for the quality, and like the speed, like it just feels like you don't even have to stride. Yeah. You'll just be going fast. It's amazing. And and so light, and airs in them. Yeah. Just... Soul plate's coming soon. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of, it has a downside awesome. that it, you can't do any grinds with them, really. But... but. They're coming out with soul plates, and it's you don't funny have that we're to do such slaves to you, sliding on yeah, surfaces. You don't have to do grinds all the time. No, you can. But it helps you, need you to if buy, you want to like push off of a surface or like walk it, it, on something. Good. It's kind of fun. It like it opens adds. it up a little bit. I think, they're not I, necessarily going to be UFS, are they? They're still no. Be I don't the think so. So then it just kind of adds to the experience. I think grinding is fun because our we're not really using our brain enough like we didn't develop enough tricks without grinds to enjoy it we always go skating and you can kind of have fun without grinding doing some jumps some weird stalls like whatever sure it doesn't satisfy people as much because, because like you're constantly really thinking on yeah you're still depending on those grinds it, it will take a little feeling bit of like satisfaction like like for you want to jump onto something and slide yeah. and come off clean yeah and put your arm out and feel Up. that sense of like ah oh, look at me yeah look what i just did yeah but and it's it's very difficult to wow stay to commit to skating a skate without grind plates well it makes you look at rollerblading in a whole different way what we're talking about taking those little things what were we talking we is something about how people were against power blading and then we were just saying how like taking anything from another facet of rollerblading and putting that into what you're doing or just doing that for a while will open up whole new doors in what you are doing like what yeah. your main vision of rollerblading is because since we've been riding on the Sebas lately we've been doing a lot of cone skating and we've been doing, like, not grinding, and it makes you kind of, like, concentrate on your footwork. And we were thinking today, it's like, well, what's different ways to, like, jump into spins or to do just different versions of 
It totally, yeah. It's, it feels it's, different, and then you skate different. You try different things, and you open up to things like cone skating. Exactly, and you can go back to aggressive skating again. You can implement those tricks yeah. into that. So it's it kind of forces you to think differently if you're not used to just being on your skates and coming up with these ideas. It's like going to school and taking a course that doesn't make any sense, but at the yeah. end, it's part of the program. Exactly. Of being a skater. Like, you can't be... You can't go for, like, business school and not have, like, math classes or whatever. Exactly. It just, this will make you a better whatever you're in school for. Yeah. There's some classes that you just got to take. You don't, you don't like it or understand it at first. Yeah. But then maybe you, sometimes once you go through the whole curriculum, you're like, man, those classes that I wasn't all that into, because I took them, you know, I opened up to this idea of thinking. And it totally changed yeah. the whole experience, and, and maybe <laughs> and, and that's like, deep. When I first went like into that that school, analogy. yeah, yeah, I was like a, a fish, like swimming in water, and I didn't even know it was water because water was all around me. Exactly. And that's, that's an analogy someone, in an analogy. Someone poured ink into the water, and suddenly I could see the current. I could see what I was in. Take it deeper. Go in. Complete inception. An analogy, an analogy, and then I, in an and analogy. then I fucking drank some of the fucking ink, man, and then I fucking tweaked, dude, like fucking oh, crazy, man. Yeah. Yes, there you go. But to sum it all up, I'm super juiced because that's what I see happening in the summer. Like those two skaters today. I can see them coming out to a Wednesday night session over time to come and like try in a skate park once they have more control and they can do some cones and this and this. I think this is the key to grow rollerblading. Having, focusing on this aspect of rollerblading that's free ride, that's right in between, that connects everything together. Well, you're not breaking it down into these little... Yeah. Different groups and everything. You're just being like rollerblading. It's yeah. fun. Just come here, yeah. start rollerblading. And if you find what's fun for you, then you're going to want to try all different kinds of rollerblading. Yeah. So it's just, you get them in. I love started, that. I love that. One way or another way, and eventually yeah. everybody will. It's all just rollerblading. And like I love that, uh, that analogy of like a curriculum. Like it, rollerblading, people categorize themselves too much. Like, Oh, I'm, a, I'm an aggressive skater, you know, I, I do jumps and, you know, like rails and stuff. I almost felt weird that's, saying today, yeah, we're aggressive skaters. That's so we a, usually... such a silly, that's a stupid categorization, like, we're just rollerbladers, like. The way I described this, oh, like, we're we not wreck skaters, we, we don't just go skating on the boardwalk, we do jumps and we <laughs> spread our shit all over the fucking city. But people, no, you do feel that need to differentiate yourself. We do, that. and that's a very cultural thing, that's, like... Something that's ingrained in rollerblading, aggressive rollerblading culture, is to differentiate yourself from just a roller. Oh, like, oh, I'm not just a roller. Because you don't want to get you don't want to get skater held. You don't want to get people to see it the same way. Because we think aggressive rollerblading is like so cool. We love to do it and everything. Yeah. So then we look at stuff like uh, just those seawall skaters, and we're like, oh, that's lame. But oh, we're not that. Yeah. But we are. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so quit bullshit. Yeah. This is bullshit. But culturally, that's like in reality, that's what we are. Culturally, that's not what we are. 
No, no I think culturally, I think a lot of we're we're not that, and we we, but we are. We're just, we rollerblade. Mm-hmm. We should be rollerblading on the seawall. We should be cone skating. We should and be the thing is, parks. you need we should be skating this... everything. Like we're rollerbladers. Yeah, I agree. That's why I think that the skate that everyone needs to have is the in between skate, the skate <laughs> that you can go and skate around when you feel like just skating around. You can put them on and say. Instead of going for a walk, a lot of young people probably not going to understand that going for a walk. But sometimes if you want to go walk, it's way better to put on a pair of skates. You get so much further, so much more of an adventure. You don't have to do tricks necessarily. It's amazing. Like on a, especially yeah, for, a skate. for me, I live downtown. When I put on a pair of skates, I think, oh, cool, I'm just going to go over there. But you start skating and then, oh, I'll go here and then I'll come around this way and it could be like a two three hour skate easily yeah I'm not doing it enough and it's it's that's funny I read that on the power blading blog today yeah. I've stumbled upon that page I didn't even know they had a blog but it was like telling the what's great about power blading and one of them I think was adventure and it was just like the ability to explore your city and yeah. run around and get lost and try these different things <laughs> and skate the architecture and they copied and pasted it from, yeah, like, a 1992, like, advert about rollerblading. <laughs> Brilliant. But it's true. It's fun. We went yeah. uh, skating around the other day, you and I, with Nabe, and it was a lot of fun. We just skated around the downtown core and just kind of, like, looked at different spots and we're just skating. The best part of that night was when we just, we were going downhill and we were just skating down uh, Davie Street and just... Doing like quick like cruising like fat or cess slides and stuff like that and like jumping up on curbs and it it is fun like yeah. it's just it, it really feels like like rollerblading is really finding that again mm-hmm. like it feels like with the power blading thing and and like a lot of people are really embracing just rollerblading mm-hmm. it feels like for a long time it was. Didn't it feel like awkward just going out and 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 just skating around? It, did. it wasn't. It lacked that like oh like we're supposed to be doing like aggressive. We're supposed to be doing tricks. That we're supposed to be like aggressive skating. Like but I think it was like to... our culture it, like in in general. Yeah, I think it's changing. because like people people would never wear rec skates. Like now, a lot of people have like power blading setups, and you see a lot of people like rec skating. Like a, f- a few years ago. People like wouldn't ca- be caught dead in a in a pair of rec skates. Mm-hmm. Like it's very rare for an aggressive skater to to yeah, go out and true. rec skate. Like Joey used to always go out and rec skate, and like nobody used to rec skate. Oh. No, barely anyone. Yeah. I mean, people are, you, oh, people you, are really opening up to that. Yeah. It's changing, and that's exciting. But not like, just I not just aggressive skaters. I th- I find I see cooler people rollerblading. Who are these cool people you speak of? Well, cool people who are like rollerblading. Cool Tell me about them. Sometimes when you, like when you go around the seawall, you see guys and girls that I think a few years ago would just not go rollerblading. rollerblading. But now it's it's fun. Like I'm going rollerblading. It's exercise. It's fun. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. slowly becoming it's so much fun. It's I had the best times last summer when we would go around, around the seawall. The seawall. And it makes your ass look so good. Oh, like you guys geez. should see me with my pants off. 
I mean, I'll show you later. <laughs> After the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, but I think, uh, yeah, I have such a good vision, and today it just it proved me that it could work. Yeah. Just those two people with a pair of sabas now on their feet and so excited, and tomorrow they're going to come back and buy cones. Cause That's right, he got... Really excited. He about got. He he asked me like, "What should I like practice on at home?" I told, showed him some moves. Like they're blown away. They can't wait to come and skate again. Sweet. But that's. I think yeah. I think to like, a lot of people. Couldn't be better. Like uh, Carly came out and watched us like cone skate that one day, and she was like, "That's like more fun to watch than like, you know what? aggressive skating." That's I noticed that, and I thought that tonight too because yeah. we skate. Uh, we aggressive skate can be all the time and people just walk by and just don't pay attention but there were people that were walking their dogs or coming by and stopping on their bicycles and they were watching us cone skate there's something so weird it was like i have this like forever love attachment to aggressive skating and and nobody really seems to care about it at all it's like whatever and we're doing something that traditionally maybe isn't the coolest thing in our eyes and it's just like stopping people in their tracks yep. and they just want to because check Because people can see themselves. They can directly it. relate yeah. to that. Yeah, they, they can, they can understand it. Because it has an element of dance yeah. as well. It has like an element of style, like movement, flow. Like There's just so much to it. There's, it doesn't look dangerous. It doesn't look impossible. They can see themselves doing it. They're like, "Oh, right. I want. How did we get into it?" And there's right. there's an aesthetic about it that is really captivating. It's it's I, I I see it like juggling almost, like the way juggling. Like when you see someone juggling really well, you kind of like whoa. Like you do a double take and you have to look at it because you don't know exactly what's going on. There's almost like a mystical element to it mm-hmm. when you're really hitting the cones yeah, really well. There's kind of a crazy. thing where you don't even understand yeah. what they're doing. I even get that when I see some of this, the shit that you do, yeah. and, and, and it just looks so wizardry. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? And it's so rhythmic and, 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 and smooth, and I mean, there's, there's things that are done like that on aggressive skates, but it really, or like in aggressive skating, but it really needs to be like shown a certain way, like it really mm-hmm. needs to be filmed from a certain angle, and you know, cut a certain way. Cone skating, it seems like, for people walking by, they can look at it from any angle and get yeah. that awe factor. Like, whoa, look well, at the, what's that guy I don't know if you noticed, but remember how we were talking about taking some of these, like, foot maneuvers and kind of putting them in, aggressive. like, aggressive skate moves? And when I saw that new Ledoux power blade edit, mm-hmm. the one where he does this, like, little foot maneuver to yeah, scare yeah. bash yeah, and yeah. then drops to zero Machio down point. that rail, like, I was like, that's exactly what we were talking about. Yeah. Kids on the ball. Yeah. yeah, it was really good, and it looked great. Like speaking was... of which, Ledoux's edit of the new power blading frames. Oh, it was really good. Was off the hook. It was really good. What What is up with these kids that are just like? I don't know. I don't understand the hate. Like it, it's. I don't think there was any hate. They're just on like roller news. The, there was just no... hate for power blading in general. Like, wasn't there an article on BMag where it was just like? Oh, it's whatever. It's like I said, man, fucking people are ashamed of rollerblading. Yeah. They're, especially like young kids who get made fun of for rollerblading. Like people are ashamed to be rollerbladers. So they try not to be a rollerblader. But they, they like, they, they, they like the quote unquote rollerblading. They right. like what they see and that's what they want to be. But they don't want to be rollerblading. 
and anything that that is too similar to rollerblading, they they uh, they they no, we're I'm not that. We're I'm not that. Comparing them to Republicans and just being like afraid of change, and they're like, that's not my way. That's not my skating. That's not what I yeah, know. It's that's, changing. I'm that's afraid not rollerblading. Of this. It's just like they'll say they'll say that's not rollerblading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's a roller, but when it's like yeah, someone exactly. It's, you, How do you? What do you mean? That's you're not being rollerblade. ridiculous. <laughs> that that person Quit roll bullshitting. You're those bullshitting. are rollerblades, I think. Uh, as far as I know, I think it just they, they, it's gonna take time and they'll yeah. grow to like it. They're just the it reason why they hate it so much is because they know they like it and they're afraid. <laughs> Oftentimes, oftentimes people hate what they know they like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know I, I like never, it and I hate it. I would never There's... allow myself the pleasure. I looked at it and I liked it. I hate that feeling. Exactly. Because I know I shouldn't like it. It's true, yeah. They're when... just scared to... It's like, I don't know, let's say if you were to discover you're gay or something, you know? Yeah. And you're like, let's go there. <laughs> you know, right for now. example... It's like homophobes. <laughs> yeah. Hom you're like homophobic scared. dudes are like always gay. It's it's because they like it. Oh, I hate that I like it so much. Look at those faggots fucking each other in the ass. Isn't that disgusting? Oh, I hate it because I like it so much. That's exactly what it is. It makes them uncomfortable because it shows them something in themselves that they're like, oh, that they that's me. That's what I want to be. They grew up. But that's, I can't be that. Yeah, so exactly. I hate it. Yeah. Man, just exactly. so torn on the inside. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Well, it's all rollerblading, and what I can say is that it's nice to see that it's headed in the right direction. Oh yeah, I love like yeah. I think power like power slide is they're on the ball. They're really on the ball. Um, I don't think that like people shouldn't. You should have a pair of aggressive skates, and you shouldn't have a pair of. But you know what? It, it, you know what powerlifting is? If, it's a happy medium for it, people that w don't want to distance yeah, themselves yeah, exactly. too much from their aggressive skating. It's like Power Slide sees this trend that's gonna come sooner or later, and for they wanna, you know, it's a me it's a middle point. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, that's what I'm saying. I like it because you can still incorporate elements of, of aggressive, like you can still do your like macchio grinds yeah. and fish brains, and there's a lot of different grinds you can do mm -hmm. in in Power Blades, so you can still incorporate grinds into your stuff. Oh, for um, sure. So it's kind of the best of both worlds, but there still is a sacrifice. It's Get still not, it's still not a sebaskate. And on the other hand, it's still not like a, a mook frame. Like there's, yeah. there's, there's always going to be dudes. And I'm not saying that dudes, dudes, there's, there's the people that should skate freestyle or mooks mm -hmm. who are just, they're grinding. They're, they, they're really excelling at grinding. Like that's awesome. People there, that'll always exist. Mm -hmm. But it's not for everybody, and everyone doesn't need to feel like they have to be that. Like if you're not, if you're not like totally into grinding, and you just love like rolling, or you're more attracted to like rolling tricks, airs, cones, different stuff. Like people can really make their own decisions, and we're all just rollerbladers, mm -hmm. and you can push it in different directions. I think a lot of people in the past have felt pressure to be Chris Farmer or to be like really good at like grinding when like that's not they would enjoy skating more if they just had a pair of rec skates or something you know right. like people can skate whatever the fuck they want and it's all good it's they, true but some people are want to be like chris Huffy because that's the image they want to have it's not because that's really what they're going to enjoy on their skates they yeah. just want to be 
rich and famous. Well, that's just kind of an immature. Yeah. Or, like they want to look cool, like yeah, like Brian Aragon. They want to have nice <laughs> pecs, like Brian Aragon. Exactly. He oh, does I'd like God that. damn it, he has nice pecs. Hey, nice pecs. <laughs> God damn that boy. Well, we're in the valley, eh? Right. <laughs> we came out of the back valley, the... I feel, but that little. I Go felt the need in. to say something there. It got a little <laughs> quiet for too long. We dove back into the valley. Three seconds on here is like five minutes online. People are just like, what is even happening? The silence is good. You know what? Silence. Silence is good. Silence is really good. It lets people think. Like. Absorb what we just said. Like. They always say, like, when, when you you're... You give them a second to absorb. Yeah. I think we dropped a lot of fucking information on their head. Dropped some knowledge. Dropped some knowledge. They let need... them think. Let them process it for a few minutes. You have one of these. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good, man. Not with any disrespect, but, yeah, think about it. Think about it for a second. I think that that's very... That has a, a relation to role-bidding. Like, like, you know, you kind of feel uncomfortable in that silence, in that nothingness. Yeah. I think as rollerbladers, we need to get more comfortable with silence. And I mean, like, like in our skating, we need to be more comfortable oh. with, with the what is with the silence of rollerblading? Yeah, in aggressive skating, what is yeah. it? Yeah, that's what I'm asking you. The, I think the silence of rollerblading in rollerblading is rollerblading. <laughs> oh my God! Explain this to me right now. What did you just? You're say? over my head. The silence because of people... rollerblading is rollerblading. Okay. The prime example is this latest uh, Sean Kelso section. His uh, W, uh, what is it, the contest, the edit. Oh, uh, WRS. WRS, WRS yeah, yeah, yeah. contest. Oh my god. His edit. Clip, clip, Which clip, was clip, sick. Clip. I liked it. I, I loved it. Um, but there wasn't, and I don't think a, re a wheel rolled the full 360 degrees <laughs> once in that whole section. Yeah. It, was it was awesome. Yeah. Cool. But um, there was no there was no silence. So you're saying the silence section. is is grind or is the I'm silence is rolling. The silence just in rollerblading is rollerblading. Oh. I got you. Okay. See, I got you now. I think just be in between. The people tricks. need to be comfortable when you land and you lift just, that arm. I'm just, I'm just that's rolling. That's a silence, and you enjoy <laughs> that moment you so much. All over that silence. <laughs> yeah. that, that's what people really enjoy. It's not doing the trick. Is when you land and you roll away clean. So why not do it all the time? Just it's roll. Not even, but it's clean. not even just rolling away. It's, it's just it's rolling. It's just rolling. Yeah. Like you're not even that's rolling away. That's the part away that they really or enjoy. Rolling too. Really stylish. There's so much true. There's, there's so much that, that could happen fun. in that silence. I think we need more of that in. We need to be more comfortable with. Yeah, it's when you see like oh, it's the Dustin. worst when you see kids that like skate like, like one step up to a handrail and jump on. You're like, yeah, that's sweet. You can slide down on your boots. <laughs> like, that's awesome. But like, skate up to something. I really always pay attention to how people skate. Yeah. Like when I watch an edit and I'm like trying to gauge this person's skill level, yeah. I always wait for that point where you watch them skate up to a trick. Because any fucking numbskull can go jump on, you can slide around and do whatever you're going to do. Yeah, you know what, not any numbskull, it takes, it takes some yeah. skill level when you get to a certain level, I'm not saying that. But when you really want to see if they know what rollerblading is all about, you pay attention to how they approach the trick. Or how Brasco rolls away. 
<laughs> yeah, or how they roll away. It's just, it's, it's how... It's just there's uh, so much control. It's, you just want to see them with the confidence and the, and the control, and you just know how to skate. Yeah, Naturally. Like, I, I love that stuff. Because there's a lot of kids that'll fucking stumble up to shit, and then they can hurric- hurricane back royale. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, good It's like, wow, like, that was really impressive. <laughs> I did not expect that from but seeing But it was just kind of stupid, rail. like, you should just be wearing some soap shoes. First thing that comes run to, up to that rail, that? it would look about the same, because really you're not, like, utilizing rollerblading in, the in whole, that, you know. You're doing like it's almost you're doing half the trick. Yeah, it's, it's like rollerblading's easy in the first place. You yeah. gotta fucking finesse it at least. Like, come <laughs> on, dance with me, brother. You know what? First thing that comes to mind when we talked about that was Dominic Sagona's second regime, uh, Soul to Roll or whatever that video was. Yeah. When he's doing those line on oh, those yeah. infamous ledges, and he's just like so confident, like weaving around back and forth, and like spinning quick 180s into, like, in-spin Machios and shit like that, and you're just like, this guy knows how to rollerblade. Like, a lot it's of the footwork, awesome to watch him skate. A lot of the, that footwork he was doing, like... Are you just throwing keys that, onto the microphone? Like, was he, <laughs> he... It seemed like he was skating cones yeah, yeah. to learn a lot of that shit. Or to he do a just, lot of that shit. in and out. It was awesome. And that's what Ledoux did in this, like, last edit before he dropped, like, down the stairs. It was, like, pulling out, like... Yeah, controlling like the, the pivot point with like five yeah. on the five <laughs> wheels like a quick yeah. like huh, to f- go to fakie mm-hmm. like knowing how to go from forwards to backwards clean on a pivot yeah. point like yeah. on the on a pivot and point and not jumping but, but yeah, transferring yeah. weight from one wheel to the other shifting like balance in a really smooth way and I'll say this about Broskow. Like, a lot of people <laughs> shove Broskow's dick down their throat. <laughs> yeah. Deep throat Broskow. But you would never see Broskow, like, do, like, those pivot points and those really smooth turns. Broskow is very, like, like straight. Like, fakie forward. Fakie, like, he, he kills the grinds and airs. And, like, he's really good. Yeah, but he, in rolling... You would never see him like get really wild with like yeah you know it's a, it's you know a little I think that might be too much for him like it's not within his style to do it's outside of like his that. boundaries or his false boundaries that he's created but that's for his, himself yeah he he just has this do some really fucking tight, acid kid <laughs> it's a really tight uh, like really controlled style it's just the it way. just it's just not the wild. But he's so but controlled. But why can't it be? I mean, he could still have that immense control. I guess there's no he reason why. He could still have that control and then fucking break it. Uh, once, like, it would just be like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> like, what? What's it going to be like? I, I, I got no huh? complaints with Brasco's style. I think it's... It's I think good it, for what it is. I, I think it doesn't need any adjustments. It's just so good. Yeah, it's alright. It's getting a bit... St- I mean, it's good. Yeah, it's great. I think some But people, is he just going to do that forever? Like, like Ergo needs just, to add some Is he just going to do that? Well, he's just too textbook oh. perfect. Add some... But, but Ergo element to, to some mushrooms, too. But <laughs> I, can't, I can't put my finger on it. Like, Brasco is also... That'll work. That'll work. I think it'll work. I think if Aragon took a uh, five grams by himself in his apartment, <laughs> just loved I think it would change him. I think it would change his skating. I think that would change. He him. might grow his hair out. He might stop working out and get a little gut, but still kill shit. 
He might, you know. Could you imagine the long-haired, gutted Aragorn? <laughs> that would be probably the... way more exciting than yeah. the current. <laughs> that would be sick. He would fucking start doing heel rolls and shit. Could you Aragorn? Okay, Aragorn has so much skill on rollerblades. Yeah. Give him some acid. <laughs> like fuck up his perception on reality because he's got he's got a tight I, I just I don't know him so I'm just like projecting I'm just assuming so don't even take if you're listening Brian Aragon don't take this personally I'm just like I don't know you you don't know me whatever I'm just guessing at the type of person but I don't I don't I don't think you've touched drugs from what I've seen I don't think you've touched drugs and I don't and I think you've developed this very like like um Cons- um, kind of like, haha! Look at me. Uh, this kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> but, but 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 like you're very you're, kinda, you're very uh-huh, you're very you're very proud of the of the you're very proud that you go to the gym every day. You're very proud that you have a nice body and you eat well <laughs> and you take care of yourself. And you're very proud that you're really good on rollerblades and. You, and you're an icon of the sport, and you're you're someone that kids can look up to, and and you don't you haven't touched drugs. Maybe you drink a little bit, and but you don't you don't smoke weed, and you don't you have never eaten mushrooms or or taken acid. And for that, you congratulate yourself constantly, because you're very clear headed, and you have a, a a tight grasp on what you want in reality. But all that is bullshit. You. Um, Did you I, lose your train of thought there? I, I never had a train of thought. Too many, too much drugs. Eh? You were talking about too much happen. drugs. Like I feel it, but I don't know it. Um, I just think you need to be humbled in in and freed at the same time. You need to you you've you've got boundaries up, whether you know it or not. You need to dissolve those boundaries and just hop into hyperspace. And and switch and, things and up a little bit. switch things up, yeah. Keep it fresh. Yeah, you know, We're drop some acid. I don't know. Um, and I mean, you don't need. I'm not saying you need to drop acid. You don't need to do anything. Um, you just need to hop outside of the shit think, that you've built up. Uh, like you've built up a framework. Is get out, get outside your comfort. Yeah. Your, and, all, and everyone sucking your cock all the time, that just enforces your boundaries. Everyone saying, oh, Brian Aragon, you're so sick, and oh, Razor's is sponsoring you, and you're winning the contest, and you're doing good. All that shit is just making the, the walls come closer and closer, yeah. and you're just living up to what people want from Brian Aragon. Does that make like? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I don't no, know. No. I don't know. I, what I, I'm talking I get about. it. I get it. I uh I was just thinking that um how much the image of Brian Aragon affects their like razors. Oh man, you the image uh, of razors is just No, but but if you think about it in general remember when when Feinberg when Feinberg joined USD, USD was like the best. Like yeah, now yeah. Feinberg on them, yeah. those guys are on fire. Like no, they're unstoppable. Fuck Salomon, even though they're the best skates, 
Yeah. Feinberg is now in USD. That's it's true. That's yeah. yeah that's for Feinberg real. Feinberg was on USD. When this happened, it was just like no helmet. Feinberg is on USD. Let's. That's like exciting. Very Everyone true. was just so excited. Yep. So, I think Aragon is the Feinberg of this like of this day. But is he? He is the Feinberg with the helmet. He's <laughs> yeah. And if, 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 if <laughs> you like that, yes. And if if he could, I think if he was to change to being that Feinberg without the helmet, and I think yeah. what might take to do it is him switching a company, like him. Oh, imagine Aragon all of a sudden skates for a different company. Oh, I think shit. that that's where like it's really. He's, he's been skating. Kind of got the power right now in rollerblading and he's directing... I, I think as soon as Aragon switches to a different skate company, and I'm not talking like... USD Carbons? Yeah, like it, it just... I don't know, I can see this being like the new Aragon. He, that's that being a huge deal. That's, like, that's that where would he would really break. There you go. Ooh. It's not only... Now it's... Aragon has done acid, growed his hair, got a pot belly. No, no, like not the acid. Now. I think it's just him. Like he's just cut Changing. up. Yeah, he's cut up in this constant yeah. of being, working for the same people, skating the same skates. And you, yeah. get, you get tired of skating the same be, skates. And our, my observation, your observation. Imagine he goes on Seba. Yeah. No. <laughs> it, it, it's very much the fun in running the same game over and over again. Exactly. What's the challenge? What's the fun of like work? Be, You're just doing the being, same thing over and he's and being over like and... he's being shown in the same way over and over. Yeah. That too, and that that's, that's the boring. Part. Like a lot of this isn't even his fault. Like people expect something from him, and the the videographers, there's pressure on them because they have this like illusion that they're gonna have the fucking career in rollerblading. So they're like, oh, the Aragon section has to be a certain way. Yeah, or else I'm gonna get fired. But what if he worked with some people who didn't give a fuck? And it's like, like Brian. Oh, you see, like oh, why right, Latimer? Those right. video guys. Wasn't that a good video? The yeah. shock video. Yeah, go film a whole section. Like his section in uh, Tax Free was pretty good with uh, Paul John. Paul John made a uh, yeah yeah Tax Free a while ago. But it was it was like, but it was still like um it wasn't forming Aragon. It was like. Aragon was kind of forming the section because he's such a powerful character, you know. Aragon, I think you can't just do anything with Aragon. Like, okay, Aragon's gonna be in your video, you know. It's like, okay, well, we'll let Aragon be Aragon. Yeah, he'd been skating. We're not gonna put him in a robe or anything. Like, (laughs) we'll we'll, we'll let him be Aragon. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, I can. It would be so exciting to see Aragon like switch to like Shadow or something like unexpected, like Rollerblade. Imagine Aragon even on like Rollerblade, like. I think Shadow was a good suggestion. Shadow, if yeah. Aragon yeah. was on Shadow. I think that would be so exciting, like a like. Yeah. It, but okay, here's my question: Does is that possible for like, like okay, the impact that it had when Feinberg was on USD? How did you find that out? You probably found that out like in a magazine, like in a daily. No, I saw the the USD team video, like the USD team video on tour. Came out. That video. USD. USD USD on tour. Yeah, USD tour video. That was an awesome video. 
Oh, it was incredible. The best. And I was like a little we should watch that, that came out. I remember oh, like so good. standing outside their hotel room being like, me too, guys, right? Me really? too. Yeah. We're in Toronto? Yeah. Yeah, because they went through Toronto, Toronto. Right? Isn't Kevin Chow? Kevin uh, Kevin Chow, I think, He's was running that. around with them, but it was me and Ian Grindle, I remember. We're just following them around like a bunch of schmucks, just being like, hey, let's do right, guys? We're part of this. Sweet. That's a total Grindle. We should almost take a break and watch a bit of that video. It's really good. Like, I'll hit so a valley fun. again. We're going to hit a valley again, and I just peeped. No, no. Watching <laughs> things are not good for you. No. Sometimes they can be. Some, yeah, you're right. Sometimes they can do that for you. They can kill your vibe. But fucking USD tour video, that shit will never kill oh, your vibe, dude. So good. But it has a, like, it has a down, down points in it mm. as well, like some depressing parts. I love those depressing parts. Yeah. It just, you feed out that. Eh? I love it. And like when shit gets, because everything gets depressing, life gets depressing. It takes, it takes those honest portrayals of that shit for me, like when I'm shown that and then that person rises up and, 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 and there's a glorious moment, that glorious moment just means so much more to me That's what in that finish. moment. Because I went through that, the, the pain, the honesty, the humanity with that it's person. funny how you show the pain. The pain. <laughs> My arm is a timeline and the glory is at the hand. And the pain is at the glory elbow. The glory is always at the hand, my friend. Because everything ends in glory. Everything ends good. Everything. You know you were talking about acid earlier? And I wanted to like drop a little no, that was something. Because I was like just bored at work today doing a bunch of research. You know who Adeus Huxley is? Like Brave New World? Uh, yeah, Power of Now? Yeah. Yeah, I've read his so, books. So, on his deathbed, he requested like 400 milligrams of acid or something. Really? And all I could think was wouldn't that be the most insane thing to go through in your life? Like, on your deathbed, that somebody would just That's be like, I want, man. here's a whole bunch of acid for you, man. But they say it just, it makes you accept what's coming. Really? Well, that's what it they're doing with... It makes you face it, and it cancels out all the culture that is ingrained in you, all the bullshit, like, it's just, okay, I'm gonna die. This was my life. That's what they're doing with you mushrooms see it, now. man. Because they're, they're doing that with, like, cancer patients and people who are in, like, what are those hospices, or, uh, hospice? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Things like End that. Of life and they're treating them yeah. with, with magic mushrooms. Or they were doing tests to see if that, that was something that they could do. And it was, like, generally making people nicer or, like, more accepting of that. Oh, yeah. It's a shame that it's... I don't know why I, I was like, how can I, like, fucking get my fucking foot in the door and make us stop talking about Aragon for a second? Because <laughs> I was getting really annoyed, and I was like, Razors, I'll just start man. talking about drugs for a little bit, and we'll lose But at the same thought. time, Razors. I think it would be good Razors. for Aragon. <laughs> it would be, it would be good for Aragon, and I think it would be good for Razors. Like, you know the thing that they kept yeah. on putting, like, new people on their team, whatever? While you have Razors need to your, free themselves of Aragon. They need to free themselves of Aragon yeah. to like rejuvenate what Razors is. Like now it's just like lost in MTV world. M I don't know. They're just like a bunch it's of soulless man. They're as much as like they're soulless. such a good like you see Razors and you see Aragon and it's so hard to like separate them. But no one is Aragon. It's it's funny though, because all Everyone this shit all this shit doesn't matter. The only thing that fucking matters is what they're producing. What is their product? And their product is garbage. 
They need to fire no, Aragorn, no, stop paying him, <laughs> and start making a decent fucking skate. Okay. Done. The thing is, it's over. It's not that they need to. They need to make a decent fucking skate. It's they made a decent skate, right? Because they no. Listen, uh, I, hear I me out. Hear I, me out. Listen. Listen to me. Back they, when Josh Petty was on Razors, go on. Okay. So they came out with the Cult, which is like a classic skate. They came out with the Genesis, yada yada. Now that's kind of like a whatever skate you stick like a beginner in it. Then you have like the SL model. I and think the, the SL SLs are great. Was, was a great SL, skate. It's, it's, BL, not, it's, it's all not, shit. Are you gonna listen to me, or are you just gonna scream with veins in your face? <laughs> so, and it's less about that they need to. Uh, what'd you say? I got lost my train of thought. They just need to continue on. It's not that they haven't come up with anything good. It's now that they come up with something good and they're just riding that fucking thing out. Yeah. They need to keep on with the R&D. They need to like keep developing new exciting things in rollerblading. Yeah. It's like, alright, well we found no, something no, that no. works and so now we're going to coast. And it's no. Just, I, I, I just feel like it's not think? about the technology anymore. It's about, they're more focused on yeah, yeah. rubbing your fingers yeah. together. It's more about money. It's more about marketing. It's more about their team. If they put less... You know it was about marketing when that purple technology bullshit, like... Do you purple? remember those commercials? When they're like, now, new razors, purple technology, soul plates for the oh SLs. Yeah, they're putting all this like, money into fucking right After Effects videos <laughs> that are all fancy and shit, and they're just showing the same boot that they've been producing for seven years. And maybe if they put some of that money into actually producing a decent boot... No, they have a decent boot. No, they I think, don't. They don't have a decent product. They have a shit product. They I have a vanilla. A, I think the SL. They is have a, good a vanilla. Skate. Have you skated the SL? No, I don't want it. <laughs> I wouldn't skate that shit. It's a good skate. It's a good skate. I it's think a, it's a piece of plastic you put on your foot. Well, same so with Seba. Seba. No, a Seba. <laughs> no, a Seba is a fucking a Seba. A Seba is a fucking skate. A Seba is a, is a skate that was produced by people who care about rollerblading, they care about producing a quality product. Okay. There's no comparison. Put on a Seba, put a Seba on your right foot, and then put a Seba on your uh, razors. On your left. <laughs> no, that's okay? the way it should be, right? No. Seba okay. on your right, right, right razors on your left. <laughs> and tell me what foot is better. Okay. Well, they're not meant for the same thing, so... Yeah. Now, I think the SL... Rollerblading? They're not meant for rollerblading? But we can agree that there are different types of rollerblades. Maybe you the the SL is good. They could make some improvements, like improving the cuff. I think they they need needs improvement. They need a different cuff and they need different liners. And they're they're solid. Sure, there's always open. There's always there's always room for improvement. But I think we can all agree that Seba is a company that focuses on the technology. Okay. Razors is you a company what? that uh, focuses on the image I don't think and so, not on the... so much. What? We went to um, the Seba US distributor and they were showing us those new Seba liners and it was and just like, kind of like those these are, are the same jug bullshit liners. Like they have a few really good products. They've got some high end products, but then but some of the products. I'm, I'm not saying that all their yeah, yeah. products are amazing. Yeah, that's. I don't know all the shit they make, and I'm not saying it's all. Amazing. I, I was, it's I was. Probably, there was some, some of its flops. Mm-hmm. Some of its yeah, some garbage. of the products. I but, was a little. But you can tell, like the the skates, like you can tell they care about their product. Yeah, their skates are. Do pretty you think good. Razors just did the SL so that they could keep in the game? 
Oh, yeah, they they're, 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 they're fucking the running minute. the game, man. They're they going until the last minute. To Here's like my make. no, no. That's my to be honest. With Razors, Razors is running the show. Razors is the biggest company in so the should industry. Should they not be pushing it? They got all the ball. They got all the bling. Andy Wagner's balling. All these dudes like Razors is a balling company, <laughs> oh. and they're putting all their money into the image and in the team, and none of it into the product. They don't give a fuck about. No, stating. I think they did. Nothing changed. Like they. They have a schedule of when they're producing skates. Like when they had the Colt, you know, a few years after, the Colt wore off, you know, they Genesis. put some skins, put the Genesis. Yeah. The Genesis were, was Style, out aesthetic, for, for five, bullshit. six years, like four or five years, I don't know. And then they came out with the SL. The SL is going to ride for about four or five years. And it's just a, a cycle that they have. That's just their business plan or whatever. They're going to keep on releasing skates. But in the past, before they released the SL... The Genesis and the Colts were garbage. Well, not they're not garbage, but compared to the SL, they're not as good. They did improve as they moved along. They definitely improved the skates, but their image was never that. I don't even know what you're talking about when you say SL. So the new the new the new molds like the super light mold. The horn skates. The, the no, they're they're actually the, good. The they're they're well skates. planned out skates. They are good. So you're just hating on something you don't know. But anyway. <laughs> The the fact Truth is, be told. I think their image was I've never. I've never skated Razor, so even, I have no idea. <laughs> it, it was never about. It was never about the product because their image was always good. Their image was always amazing. amazing. And when they when came they out with their Shima the best skate, right? Like the Elliot, uh, the sorry, the uh, the SL models. That's where it started going downhill, in my opinion. Not, it was nothing to do with the technology. I don't think it's the skate. It's just where Razors was heading and image-wise. Yeah. yeah, I think. And that was like their first SL model was the Aragon 2. It was the second edition of Aragon. The first, what were those? Which ones were those? The black ones. Just all black. All black. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, first, the first Aragons was still a Genesis model. That's like the peak of Razors. Well, not, not really the peak of Razors. Like those ugly army colors? Or? No, no, no. That was Shima. But like, when they still were with... Now when you look at a Genesis, it's such an amateur mold. Yeah. But that, that was only like four or five years ago that the Aragon, the first Aragon skate from Razors was like, like the best skate, like the best selling skate was the Genesis Aragon. And then they came out with a new one, but it's still... Yeah. And now there's Aragon 4 and it just continues to be the same. And Aragon hasn't changed in his, in his skating very much. I don't want to be... Well, we watched that new ground control video and we were happy oh, to he, see he's little a, things here and there. Yeah, way. he's amazing. But he's still, like, really really similar. Like, if you see Aragon from four years ago and Aragon now, like, it's so, the same guy. Yeah, very tech, big. When you're, when you're an older skater, like ourselves, you just know what to expect. It's always going to be... You you're always gonna want to watch it. You want to be surprised, like for you're always gonna impact. enjoy a section, but it's always gonna be the same section, just different yeah. spots. Well, then maybe that's his part in Razors. Then is to just be that guy that will constantly that new people see it and they're just like, "Holy shit! I can't believe that people can do that." Maybe it's not meant for us anymore. Maybe not. My whole gripe is like, but I I don't see like. I think it's I think it's. It's funny that you have to put a name on a skate. I mean, I understand marketing. I understand the kids, with, like, they, 
they love a skater, so like if you put their name on a skate, they're like, oh, I'm going to buy this skate. I understand that. But if you came out with a skate that didn't have someone's name on it, it was just called the best skate. <laughs> and it was better than any skate out there. You wouldn't have to put a person's yeah. name on it to sell it. Well, isn't this you wouldn't have to have a team. You just say, oh, try the skate. That's, that's it. But that would be their and market. It blows everything away. Night. I think the whole industry is focused on like this skateboarding model. And in skateboarding, you got to do that because all boards are the same. Yeah. Every board is a fucking board. And well, you got to... Uh, I know there's slight differences. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But it's a wooden plank. Whatever. <laughs> the, you got to put a person's name on it to sell that board. It's the name that sells the board. In rollerblading... Like, the tech, like, technology could fucking take over. And you don't even need a team. If you had the best skate, boom, it would sell. I, you I, wouldn't even need to put In my opinion... Up. You just gotta get people to try the skate. In my and opinion... It's, it's all over. I think a company's approach... Uh, it, it could be a completely new marketing way of having a skate without any team riders. You would just... If the skate's good enough. If the skate is good... Team. I think that people will rip the shit on their own and put edits up. Wouldn't it be, be refreshing to see a company without any team riders? Yeah, it's cocky, man, and it's it's like we don't need it. Instead team. of instead of needing try somebody the skate. to like sell you, that, that'd skate. be the slogan. Team, what team? Try the skate. Done. No, no, I have to drive home. I don't want to have another. We l clearly are going to talk for three more hours. I don't think so. 40 more minutes. 40 more minutes? Where are we at? Okay, I'm seventeen. I'll have a beer. You should uh, bust, bust the noodles. <laughs> you should bust the noodles. Dude, We're in the, the kitchen. Noodles. What's the point of a podcast in the kitchen? You invited me here. Podcast in the okay, kitchen. Okay. And there's no food. food. There's no food. What the hell? Okay, I'm relax. just here staring at some uncooked noodles and some... Okay, relax. I'll make the noodles. Some ovations. Um, yeah, where the fuck is the noodle? I'll make the noodles. Good. So, anyways. No, I don't want to make the noodles. I, I gotta, I gotta focus. I'll make no, the noodles. No, no, no. I got this. I know how to make noodles. Yeah, I don't Pour trust. Water, put I in. don't trust Todd with noodles. Listen, I know. My I can way make noodles. Make noodle. I don't okay. know. Looking at you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. You don't look like a. Well, you kind of look like a noodle guy. You're gonna put some acid in my noodles. Oh my god. <laughs> I might. True that. True that, Tommy. I'm all over this noodle game. Anyways. So, we have two packs of noodles. You should just make a massive pot. You know, rollerblading is such an interesting thing because it's, <laughs> it's so new. Yeah. It is and so it's, so, it's so outside of the culture, but there's so many cultural um, illnesses that are infecting rollerblading because, like, it's at the tail end of, of this whole story of human history and everyone is like. What do you everyone, mean? Like you it's, mean 2012? it's so new. Twenty twelve. You know something that like I, I think we can all like this is we're at the tail end of well hopefully we're not at the tail end of human history but we're at we're at some kind of crazy fucking like all the fucking chips are on the table man and 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 like all our money is in and we could either win big or we could lose it all as, as, as a human species. You know, we're at, you we're at the stage. What are you talking about? We're at the stage. Okay, yeah, okay, here, here's what I mean. Like, be more specific. Okay, mm -hmm. we are... Okay, 
we're at a point, we're at a point, we're at a point where technologically we could figure everything out and we could live a utopian existence in tune with the universe, we could colonize space, we could do all this shit. Stop fucking doing? around with your can. You can't not fidget. Leon's trying to like cut open his beer can with a knife. Okay. We're at a point, techno technologically, our technology is evolving so fucking rapidly. You see Transcendent Man, mm -hmm. they're predicting the AI coming in the next 20 years. It's possible, just, it's possible that we could get, we, it's um, possible uh, that we could, intelligence. it's possible we could get to a point where human beings uh, can live forever. You think that's gonna happen? In maybe our not lifetime? forever, but but maybe for like another f few thousand years. We you can colonize other planets. Two Here's, years after we die, that should they'll figure it out. It could either no, <laughs> either either that, either that, or rollerblading explodes. Either that, or we all go fucking extinct. Whether it's a meteor explosion or we. Destroy all the resources, and we our economy collapses. We all go crazy. We get a virus. We all die. Whatever. So what's the point? If we hit, if 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 this, if we go extinct, mm -hmm. humans or any life form on this planet will never get to a point of technological advance as we are right now, ever, because we've eaten up all the fucking resources. If another, if another, uh, if another life form came to intelligence on this planet like a hundred thousand years later they could never they could they wouldn't have the resources to build ipads or like computers or like cars or you know we've eaten all I, that I shit up we've destroyed it all where are you tying this all in with rollerblading so what i'm saying is we're we we're possibly at the tail end of fucking human fuck fucking evolution okay you're saying people should bet on 2012 and put all their money into rollerblading i think so Invest in shop tasks. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We're all gonna die anyways. You might as well invest in rollerblading. Holstein. <laughs> I don't know, man. We're not but I think I think we're just what I was saying in the first place is that shitty. we've just ingrained a lot of cultural influence into rollerblading. Like rollerblading is a very new thing. Right. It's so exciting because it's so new, and it's so exciting to me because and you and you because we were around from the beginning, man. <laughs> we've seen this shit grow from nothing, man. I was skating at Taco Time back in the nineties. Were you skating man. at Taco Time? In the park. Everybody had that one spot when they were little they could <laughs> go skate alone. Mine was uh, Kmart. Kmart. Yours was Taco Time. What was yours? <laughs> Bleach Nikki? Like... <laughs> Sportek. Sport Yo, dog. Meet that's, with that's How do they spell tech? Sportek. Sportek. Oh, it sounds like Task, eh? Shop Task. Sportek. That's, that's probably where it came from. Probably. No, the Sportek was like a sports center in Israel where we had a skate park. You like guys the, had a skate park. That was like the best skate park in Israel. It was like half an hour skate from my house. See, that's why you're so good. Sport tech. See, that's why you're so much better than me. You oh, started park, skating in a park. park. I ass. was skating in a parking lot. Yeah, it's definitely... I hear you. Dude. I was doing that shit too. Like the, the, the dudes who started skating in skate parks, they're like a different breed. Slide on. Like, yeah. 
Like Josh Silver. That dude grew up skating bowls and quarter pipes. True. And skate parks. It definitely helps. And look at him. Unstoppable. And grew up skating in a parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> look at you. Yeah. What's going on with the little Waiting bit? for the water to boil. Cool your jets. Taking an awful long time. You know, Maybe we threw a little salt in the water. We what is this it. thing? Is this even That's the, the uh, This is the right thing. Where's your salt? You guys, we're doing a we're doing a podcast. Leon's looking at forever fidgeting at a TV stand on the on the <laughs> table. I know there's a lot of distractions, but come on. But no, okay. Before we continue, where is your salt? Salt, uh, right, right there. Okay. Uh, right. You have MSG. Right. And oh, I see. I got it. Continue. That's better. What? I'll you figure don't, it out. You there's another one that looks like that. Yeah. There you don't carry MSG. The U to the A. You can get MSG, like yeah. str- pure MSG. Yeah. Does what do you think would happen? Is that even, would that hurt you? Like pure MSG? It's like salt. You guys. Probably. I really have to pee. I'm going to pause this. Can you pause? You got to put in a code and everything. Oh, oh it's just going to explode. This whole conversation will be lost. Don't. Can't count you guys. The year is 2012, and there's three boys in the kitchen staring staring at a package of noodles trying to figure that out. What are you trying to do? Too much water, dog. You think that's too much water? Think there's three of us. There's two packets. Do we want more broth? That's a lot of fun. Life on planet Earth has come to an apex (laughs) with intelligence. (laughs) Imagine the world goes to shit, and all they find is this recording. Heck. What? Yes! What was yes! that civilization? <laughs> Talking about what? What is rollerblading? What is a what is a fine bird? What is a what is an air gun? He was a good-looking man. Apparently, I heard he had, he had great nice packs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, country club humor. All right. What else were we talking about? Image of razors. We don't have to touch that subject. What company at the moment in rollerblading industry is the most... Uh, I guess it's pretty obvious. Most one. Because I'm just going to say Power Slide. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, Power... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you answered the question before you asked it. Yeah. How did you do that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're doing really well. The answer is power slide. <laughs> I don't know the question. Survey says. <laughs> what was the question? Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> ask the question. Dude, you, you got to ask the question. Yeah, like what I is the most... I give a correct like... answer to a question. I want to at least hear it. <laughs> well, what do you think was the question? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's not about me. No, it's not emphasis industry. on me. It's, it's the it's... smartest company. In terms of what? In terms of uh, developing uh, new, exciting, most because did they develop that or they just like was that a deshi thing? Dude, think what a comeback those guys made. What a what? What a what a comeback! Power slide or USD made. They were that power blading thing was pretty successful. But no, and no, it's got their this, name about in the, the name. Year, they were, two they years were, ago. They were in like they were in the shitter. Like they had a horrible reputation. Like their team was kind of like whatever. Like 
I just well, it was just like no, they, it didn't was, they have this so many fucking riders all over the world that it was like it was a pretty everyone messy. Everyone was riding for power yeah, slide. That's and, like what teams have a they have an accident of doing that because USD did that and then they got rid of all their flow riders. Too big. And then and then Razors ex- actually did the same thing and they just like were like oh fuck we'll just give you this why not why wouldn't we do that and then, yeah, that's like a constant thing like teams have a problem of giving away too much stuff. I completely forgot. I'm what focusing on noodles and beer. Huh? What do you mean teams have a... Well, no, because USD made that mistake, and they, like, uh, sponsored all these flow riders, and it was, like, basically everybody who rollerbladed was riding USD. And then Razors came in, and then, like, Razors was sponsoring so many people. No? That's yeah. what was happening, right? Yeah. And now yeah. everybody's cutting down. It became that I'm free skate. I'm just stating an obvious... Fact. It was just that skate that you can get for free. Yeah. Company that's... Learn how to 360 soul, you're in, buddy. We like you. Hey! Do you see this? We want your 360 oh. souls. Yeah, but... That's pretty impressive. In about, nice. like, two, three years, they brought back, like... Like, Shadow is... On fire, like all the companies. The conference is huge. Yeah, the conference is doing really well. And I don't know if I can... I don't know if Razors is still... They're still relevant. They're They're still still running the show. What do you mean? I don't know. That's what Todd kept on saying. They're still running the show. I I don't know. I think... I don't know. I think that maybe Razors is still... but Not that I actually know The conference as a whole, because you're taking, like... Like, oh, what well. is the conference? Conference has, like, seven companies in one. And then there's Razors, right? So Razors as a whole might be the biggest, but then I think USD is a close second. So you don't think? USD? USD is doing good. Like, USD is huge. I'm wearing their hoodie, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's up? <laughs> Got the Razors hoodie on. Yeah, people compliment me on this. They're like, what is Universal Skate Design? It's a rollerblade company. I never get that with this. I assume everybody thinks I ride scooters everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the horrible thing about this. Or slit your wrist. Mm-hmm. Or sell razors. <laughs> really into... I think the water is boiling there, Do you think the water is boiling? Yeah. Can, can you just clear? I think, I think the listeners can hear that water. I think you're boiling. way too hungry for your own good. I'm not even hungry. I'm just, uh, Why do you want it? Yeah, noodles. Just something to do when you're in the kitchen. For it's just a pure disc uh, of noodles. You're here in the kitchen for like an hour and. An okay, hour. okay. Have you ever had uh, Miss? Uh, what is it? Noodle house. Why are you turning it off? Because you don't need it to keep boiling. You're just cooking it with residual heat. This guy is such an amateur noodle maker. What do you want to make the noodles at? Every noodle is different. L- l- read the instructions. Read me the instructions in your awesome accent. See, it's all in Asian language. <laughs> Pour 550 cc water into a pot and boil. It required Put- cc's. Are you kidding me? Put noodle, soup powder, and vegetable together into boiling water. Simmer for additional 4 to 5 minutes. I'm going to assume... And, and there's some more... F- Noodle in the bag. You gotta empty Holy it. Holy shit! You gotta cool your jets, man. That is that is actually the most I've said cool your jets in like. A <laughs> yeah. Use that noodle. 
It's a good. It's a good. Yeah, it's a good phrase. And what about this? Oh, you didn't. We're putting it in. Can you please just? Didn't hear the. Do you want me to say it again? You want me to go for four for four? This is exactly how it. What it's like. Can you imagine for Carly? Like it was when we were living together. Carly, like you're. you're I just spilled noodles. You're gonna put butter in that? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna. I I wouldn't. I don't think that's necessary. (laughs) Oh, okay. Talk about your wife. Let's do this. We're gonna do it right. Okay, you just said you're gonna. Aren't put you gonna put salt in? in that water? I'm going to. I'm breaking up the noodles. Why don't you just? Why are you gonna be? <laughs> well, on the first back you put all that other shit just, in. Oh my god! <laughs> I swear. <laughs> if you want it done right, do it yourself. How is this? Oh. <laughs> he can't drive tonight. Imagine this guy. Bitching about the noodles. Constantly. You should have let me make the noodles. I would have made the noodles better. <laughs> that's you, that's what you sound like. <laughs> little garnish. Should I leave it there or should I put the other one in? It, what is it? Uh, yeah, I should put the other one in? Yeah, of course. Now I'm just... Now I'm just fucking angry that somebody was <laughs> telling me what to do. <laughs> make sure you... Dude, the, the clock is ticking. You know what else nope. is ticking? <laughs> what? The I time bomb in his soul! I didn't know where I was going with that. He's supposed to simmer. So you, you lower, oh, the, you lower you know the heat. Leon, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Saying shut up as he lowers the heat. He's like, you fucking right. I hate you. I'm gonna drop this plastic in and ruin it for everybody. Alright, stop talking about me being angry. You guys discuss your Brian Aragon. So, you asked me earlier uh, what we were going to talk about when we were walking into Tim Hortons. Yeah. Was there something on your mind like that you really wanted to talk about? Oh, fuck. I just... It's because you fidget. Are you uh, happy now? I, yeah, there was something I really wanted. I really want to talk about all the time, but I can't. What? Oh, you can't. What? No, I, I, let I, me ask but you. But if somebody's listening to this podcast, let me ask this you a long, question. They might deserve. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. What really excites you, whether it's in role biting or whether it's in anything? What excites you in life? Fun. A lot. A hot fire. Beautiful woman. It's interesting. I actually had this thought recently <laughs> you thought to yourself what is it that excites me in life um, <laughs> yeah like you always have challenges that you really want to um, what is it I think it's just I guess kind of winning it's just like trying to do something and being successful at it, or but not really successful at it. Just being successful at it. Like if you rollerblade, like you want to be really good at it. And that's why I think most of us rollerblade because we want to be really good at it. But then at some point you become you realize alright, like I'm good at it, but I'm not 
I'm not gonna be winning in it any like yeah, you're everybody not, comes to that. I don't know how to explain it. Like no, I'm still really good and I can skate really well and I can like I'm really happy with my skating. But I'm I'm kinda satisfied and I'm not planning to like excel and like and impress anyone to like where before maybe it was still like a big part of me but now this is all transferring to something different like I'm not changing it as a person so there's still this I have to get that somewhere else that like competitive nature do really well at something so now it just it's slowly transferring to just being this like the shop I think and that's what really makes me happy is like succeeding being really competitive in this like I don't know so you're 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 just really into the um the business side of like running your shop and winning yeah like doing things that like it's like I don't know getting like a really good clip when you're maybe trying to I know winning sounds really stupid but that's kind of what it is it's like you're really trying to do something and you succeed to do it maybe better than someone else in your in your own way and it's like it's always like a competition and like the the goal of a competition is to win, right? Yeah. So it's either you win or you lose. Like that's that's a competition. Or you're just satisfied. Or you just or you just satisfied. That that's when you're not competing anymore. That's when you're amateur. You step back. You step back and you're like, that's good. You're a very you're a very successful person i mean you you have a franchise of robotting shops across canada you're a business owner you've accomplished a lot in in a short period of time and i mean you're a young man you're still in your 20s you own you Not you've fun. done a lot you're 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 very successful do you think do you think that they'll come do you think that I mean what am I saying do you think there'll come a time when you realize that it I want I want something else or I want more or like um yeah I think it's at some point I'll say uh, once once I not that I think in terms of my skating I won and I got to a certain like crazy level, but I competed enough. Like that I I'm not I guess I'm, I've competed enough that I'm just happy. Spreading the gospel of rollerblading? That, that I just have to move on. Like, 
that makes sense. I don't know. So, that, and that's what I was thinking recently, because something happened, relate, <laughs> related to the shop that got me like, like I got some news that I was really excited about, and I that's when I thought about it. I was like, I was so excited that I don't even know if I was enjoying it, but it was just. It was just so rewarding, like I knew that I accomplished so much when I got those news yeah. that that's how you, you might feel when you're, like you said, um, like I, I just kind of like didn't know what to do with myself because it was like, oh, this is very, very good. That was like a winning experience. But then like, would I enjoy you know, before as a skater coming up with like like an awesome section and having everyone, you know, tell me how awesome this section was or whatever the case might be. Um would that satisfy me as much as this now? Or like would I feel as much of an accomplishment? from something I can do in rollerblading where I still love rollerblading so much but I'm not I don't feel like I'm competing in it anymore I think if I was to make a really good section and everyone is like wow that was incredible you know I would obviously really enjoy it but it wouldn't be to the same extent that I would enjoy like an accomplishment in like with the shop versus like an accomplishment with my skating because I think I had enough of those not like and like world terms like stuff that a lot of skaters have accomplished but as a personal accomplishment I had a lot of things in skating that I was really happy about and I think at the end is like when you do a trick or whatever you have to be happy with it like whatever people say about it doesn't really matter but there was a lot of points where I, I was really competing in it and winning in a lot of cases from skating and now uh, I, I feel like I'm repeating the same thing in a I'm way. I'm so sorry Leon but can you please help me right now because my wrist is breaking and all <laughs> I need from you is to take the noodle <laughs> <laughs> the noodle stick from me. And this guy was arguing with me for not telling him what to do with the noodle. The guy can't even put it in a plate. When the noodles are a good job, how is this not a good job? And then we'll some of the noodles are in more than one plate. Yeah. Oh my god. But, but no, you did a really good you job. You did pretty good. I did a great job. Yeah. What are you high? Why are they so long? There's no need. Alright. We're good? Yeah. Now I'm going to distribute the broth, and that might be a whole different story, right? Exciting. Yeah. Broth distribution. Not anyway, do, do you get what I'm trying to say? Does it make sense? I don't know if it does make sense. Like I said, it was a thought well, that crossed my mind. You've just moved on. Yeah, yeah. Because for the past few months, um, I've been skating a lot, I think. like Or the same amount. Not a lot. Definitely not a lot. But I haven't skated you know, competitively for a very long time. 
well, like maybe four or five months, I'd just put my sabas and go to get coffee and having fun. But I... Sorry, do you have a ladle? <laughs> but yeah. isn't, isn't it awesome that you can... Um, ladle. Just for the record, this is Taylor trying to make instant noodle for the past 20 minutes. Yeah. Taylor's making noodles while Leon and I speak. He's not winning here. Do you want to make the fucking noodles? You can make the fucking noodles then. I'm just trying to help everybody out here. I'm joking. I got nothing to say about this I was asking, do you think, like, I think that's amazing that you're going out skating and you don't really care too much about like your performance or you, you say you're not skating competitively or you're not trying to like be really good or anything you're just putting them on and doing it I think that in itself has a lot of power when because like I think like when you're young and growing up you put a lot of pressure on yourself almost like when you mm -hmm. put your skates on you expect something from yourself you're like, fuck, I'm going to kill it today. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm going to push really hard. And, and you're yeah, trying that, to win. From that attitude, you, you push yourself really hard and you might do really good stuff, but it can also make you enjoy it almost less because you're disappointed in your performance. Or, yeah. You know, it's a, it's a different experience. And I think it takes maturity to just put them on and, like, you're just, you're just going out and you're just... You're just having fun. You're not. You're not trying to prove anything to yourself or to I'm actually, anything. I'm trying to learn. You know, like, and have fun with it. Like, if today I feel like skating with my aggressive skates, which didn't happen for a while, then I would. But one night, like, we went. Cool. Let's go film a couple of things, and I was super happy with the tricks I filmed. And it wasn't. It wasn't like cone skating. It was. Um, yeah, I think that. Got like one clip, but I think it was really good. Was this the urban skating night? Yeah. Like me, Taylor, and Nabe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nabe obviously didn't, didn't do any tricks. <laughs> <laughs> he met up with us on his moped and filmed yeah. it. This guy. He brought his aggressive skates, rookie. Yeah, amateur. Are we skating tomorrow, Taylor? First thing in the morning, bud. Sweet. Brian said he wants to watch the Canucks game. What does that mean? He's what time is that? The, the game is in the morning? I'd rather go, like, in the morning. Well, we... The game starts at 10, the Canucks game. 10 in the morning? 10, 10 a.m.? Yeah, that's what he told me. Was it... <laughs> Who are they playing? He's I don't playing. know. Canucks? I don't know the much. Fuck? Canucks versus Canucks? Canucks versus what? Japan or something? Who plays at 10 in the morning? <laughs> Man. I can meet up at 10. That's the best I can offer. It's the weekend. <laughs> nope. Now everybody just gets to listen to us enjoy noodles. Aren't they... Very well done. They're very well they done. They are very well done. You're fucking right there. They're good, dude. Pretty good. They're shrimp. You know, in, in Japanese culture, it's, it's polite. It's polite to. 
feel like a lot of people choke on noodles in Japan. And they have a different slurping technique. That was a good one. Are you swimming? Nice lungs. It was funny though, because I I asked you what what excites you in life. And uh You're, I'm very envious of, at how, at how um, focused you are on like your shop and on rollerblading. It's like it's like a, a saying comes to mind that uh, the world uh, to a worm in horseradish. The world is horseradish. That rings very true with Leon. Like, oh, do you get that? No, not really. But I noticed that Taylor, you turn off the oven there. I did, but it's still saying that the. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is cool. Thanks for checking in, though, Dad. Yeah, thanks. I'm just making sure. Right. But like, Uncle Leon. To a worm in horseradish, the world is horseradish, and to. To a Leon in rollerblading, I was just going to do the that. The world is rollerblading. Interesting. And I and I <laughs> and that's. I'm very envious that that you live in that world. That's a great. That's a great world to live in. For a rollerblader. anybody man you're living and doing what you enjoy yeah. you should just pause this shit cause we're just gonna like fuck our faces with noodles for a little while longer no but it's good it's natural That's so is his pee but we pause that everybody pees When you pause, there's always thing that they said like, "Fuck, we should be recording right now." Like a podcast. So, what what it's is it? Just thing? a waste of two hours of most people's life. But within those two hours, there's the accidents that happen that you just say something that actually is smart. So you listen for two hours. Or set somebody off and pushes them over the edge. Yeah, just they work next week with a <laughs> loaded round. Bunch of guns. Now, so I imagine you pause it, and the only thing you could get out of those two hours is that thing that you paused. So, <laughs> what is it? The, what, what's the code? How to be unpopular? 20% off 7. Yeah, I, I, might, I might forget to update it right away, so... Update what? Um, remind me to make sure... I have to create a coupon code in the system. Oh. Will so, you just get outrightly rejected, or will you be able to... I just wouldn't give you anything. Oh. So if you try to key in the code and it's unaccepting it, too bad. <laughs> Pay the full price, it's still <laughs> worth it. Yeah. Or call in. Just do it tonight when you go home. Just put it in the order comments and I'll take 20% off and charge your oh, right. credit this card accordingly. Live. This will be aired in a couple of days, so just let him know and... 
So broth is good, huh? Really good. Best broth in the city. Faux look. They have a spicy peanut saute. Oh. Yeah, let's talk about food. What's the best food to bring along when you're skating? I say... Coffee? I say, I say bananas and uh, fruits and... or uh, apples and oranges. I like nuts. I like a good trail mix. Ooh, a trail mix is good. Yeah. Or a cliff bar. Cliff bars are good. Like Really? You hit that first session and you're kind of I don't tired. trust a cliff bar. No, Chin they're nuts. good. Drink a lot of water or have a coffee and a cliff bar. Holy shit, dog. I'll fuck you up, eh? Yeah, you're invisible. That's what about, a man fucked up. What about a cliff bar and a coffee? Don't <laughs> <laughs> touch that LSD no more. Yeah. The wife approves of that. Chilada for skating. Oh my god, I'm gonna, bring, a, I'm gonna bring a bunch of beer tomorrow when we're skating. I don't know, I like a more, a higher alcohol beverage. Like a few you shots. You brought a flask one time when we were shooting that, uh... The Celtic edit. Yeah. yeah had you brought a, a flask, flask of, of vodka. Vodka. Yeah. Or, which is a Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Have a sip. Yeah. In my little mind. I don't know, do you want to wrap this thing up? Should we wrap it up? Yeah, we're at about two hours. Fuck. It's pretty much done anyways. We're just yeah. eating noodles and talking about tomorrow, so... <laughs> tomorrow will be done by the time anybody hears this. Yeah. So, thanks everyone for listening, and... You should get Leon's one Brian Aragon, if, I, if you've been listening and you're offended, I'm really sorry. I... I we don't know anything about you, and Adney, Andy Wagner... And I know everything... We know everything about you, and everything we said is highly um, educated, and you're a scumbag, and... I didn't hear a hand wash. Your, your brand sucks. I did. I did. Did one. you? Quick one. I didn't no wash soap. my hands. What's a quick one? You have to read... Uh, you have to sing the alphabet song, or a happy yeah. birthday song. We're closing. What you got, dog? The world was free yesterday. It's the year 2012. Well, it's so, the like, last right year. And you might die tomorrow. Good. But if you do, you'll be dead. <laughs> so invest in Rollboy. And slide into a slime tunnel as soon as you can. Because it feels wicked good on your penis. A slime tunnel? So what, what's the most important thing we learned from this podcast? That you should get Sebas, How to Be Unpopular, 20% off, Brian Aragon, Pectoral get a muscles. different skate, get a different skate sponsor, Yeah, it'll help Razors, it'll Shake help Brian up Aragon, and it'll help Rollblading. Yep. <laughs> On that note, everybody oh, has, and peace go out to dudes. school, take all the courses. All the courses. <laughs> the whole curriculum. Even the yeah. courses that, that seem stupid to you. That you're not quite interested, totally interested. Just go back to school. Oh, an, an older, wise man. He created the curriculum. He put the classes on the curriculum that he thinks you need as a rollerblader. So get some cones. Um, go skate on a seawall or sidewalk. Kid. Not everybody has a seawall. Go skate around your neighborhood. Yeah. Find something fun to roll on. Don't worry about keeping with what's happening. Find something new and fun. Or just do some acid. Or just drop some LSD. Fuck your girlfriend. Shave On your LSD. Your Watch do your face turn into a bat. Bitch. 
Fuck. <laughs> this is done. This is done. Do whatever feels good.